0: Hello and welcome to WorldScreen's FAST Festival. I'm Anna Karugati, editor-at-large at at WorldScreen. Joining me today is David Decker, the president of content sales at Warner Brothers Discovery. Thank you, David, for taking time to speak with me.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: When did Warner Brothers Discovery start making its programming available to FAST and AVOD, and what opportunities did you see in those platforms?
1: We've been licensing our content for years to the AVOD platforms, but never in the FAST space, meaning not in linear channels, until the end of last year, uh, where we did our first set of FAST channels that we made available to the marketplace.
0: And what types of programming are your teams curating for Fast Channels? It's not only beloved classic shows, right? There's also some more contemporary content.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a mix. It's, uh, we, we work with the various departments inside the company because we have such a vast array of content. So we tried to curate content that was both... Um, we thought would be great for the for the consumer, but also would not be harmful to all of our incumbent businesses. So you'll see a lot of discovery content, you'll see some classic movies, and you will see some scripted Warner Brothers series in there as well.
0: Right. Um, not very long ago, I had hurt my back, so I had to stay at rest for a while. And in this world of, of infinite choice, sometimes it's hard to find a show, right? <laughs> Especially if you're not feeling really well. And I... Found the Warner Brother TV um, fast channels and a show that I loved when I was younger, Scarecrow and Mrs. King, and I just—it was phenomenal. It was—it was so warm and nice to be able to just lean back, you know, and enjoy.
1: Well, we love that, and we feel the same way. We're really passionate about the library, and it's great when people get to rediscover. Things that they're familiar with, and also get to discover it for the first time.
0: Right, right. And and uh, are, do fast and avod also help satisfy niche audiences? I imagine.
1: Absolutely, it it gives us a chance to really allow the <clears throat> those viewers that want to go deeper into one of our genres and one of our categories to do that, and that had previously been harder for us because on a licensing business you tend to be a little bit more of a generalist and a little less of a specialist. So we've now been able to curate some of these channels and really let you go much deeper if you want.
0: And does that also include finding new audiences for shows?
1: Always. And we love the fact that people find shows and movies and discover them as if they've seen it for the first time. And it's great when people talk about things that, maybe have not been surfaced for years and they say, I just found this great show. It's funny when kids, I mean, the, the anecdote we always use is kids finding friends and we won't see friends in fast channels anytime soon, but it's a great anecdote, which is kids find friends and they think that, it's a great new show, and there was a great quote once um, about one of the characters walking down the street and kids thinking that he was the father of one of the characters, not the actual character. So we find that, like with you, with Scarecrow and Mrs. King, we find that with classic movies, uh, we find it with, with all different parts of our library. That's really gratifying.
0: Right. And and um, what are some of the uh, Warner Brother Discovery Fast Channels? You have both single IP and genre channels, or...? Um... How how do, how are they curated?
1: Yeah, right now we we have not done single IP channels, although we are looking at it and contemplating it. Right now, the majority of the channels are uh, more of the non-scripted content, so more of the discovery content and some of the non-scripted Warner Brothers content. We do have a movie channel, and we do have some scripted channels that are predominantly dramas. And we're going to experiment as we move forward and learn. We know that we're. Um, not the newest entrant. We're not the leading entrant in the space and that the platforms are very experienced. So we're looking to learn from them and with them as we slowly put our content into the fast space.
0: I imagine the data that you get from the platforms allows you to experiment a little bit, right?
1: Yes, it does. It does. And it's not just the data. We always say it's what you do with the data and who's going to discern it. And so working closely with the platforms is really important so that we have a relationship with them and we hear from them what what they see as working. And based on their knowledge and how they've looked at the data for years, it's an overlay that is really important because you can get lost in your own data without the right context.
0: So it's a partnership between you and the platforms, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So there are so many Fast and Avod platforms in the U.S. How do you decide where to launch your Fast Channel or your Avod offerings?
1: We take a market approach like we do all of our content sales, meaning we'll conceive of content that we feel is relevant to the marketplace. And then working with buyers who really are partners, we figure out where the best place is for our content. And then it's about the structure of the deal, which is tied heavily to economics, but also things like marketing and data and ingestion and curation. So it's a whole host of factors that really are important as we figure out the best show and the best movie for the best platform.
0: Would you give some examples of how Fast and Avod fit into your distribution windows, of which I imagine there are many?
1: <laughs> sure. But take... Um, Take up movies, for example. We have about 7,000 movies in the Warner Brothers Discovery Library. And there are lots of movies, somewhere in the middle range, that are very good movies that aren't heavily licensed by third parties, whether they're internal parties or external parties. So we have the ability to curate those into a very specific movie channel for fast. So we're looking for movies that are Um, known um, by some people, maybe not all, that we still feel are relevant and that are not currently being licensed by third parties or kind of in, in heavy rotation is another way of saying it. And we'll curate those and put those into a movie channel, which both gives us supplemental revenue and also allows those movies to be seen again by people that are either familiar with them or unfamiliar and expose those titles to generations, in a way that allows those movies to breathe and be relevant in the culture. So that is, is very important to us. We don't think that things should just sit on the shelf indefinitely and, and kind of revealed. They have to live and breathe out in the audience.
0: Right. You you mentioned revenue. What Can you give us an idea of some of the revenue models that, that Fast and Avod offer?
1: Fast is, is, the majority of Fast is a rev share business. So you're negotiating a revenue split with the platform, and there are some costs involved in that. And then there's also a licensing opportunity. Generally, our licensing business is for um, not for the fast channels, but would be more for AVOD space and SVOD and other linear platforms. So we look at, again, what is best for the title and what's the best place for it and the best way we can monetize it.
0: Right. And, and I just thought of something. How about marketing? Is that something going back to the partnership idea? That's something that you do with the platform in marketing it, your channels?
1: It, it is. Admittedly, again, we're a new entrant in the space. So we're not nearly as knowledgeable about the best ways to market the channel or the content in the channel. So it's, it's relying, right now we're relying heavily on the platforms
0: to help us learn in that space. What factors have contributed to the huge growth of fast channels in the U.S.? I think
1: from our own opinion, and I think there's lots of reasons why they have grown. I think there's over a thousand fast channels now in the U.S. by our last count. It's a great way to surface a lot of content to viewers. It, For those of us that have been around, it feels a lot like the old cable TV expansion. And I think that combination... And also the ease of distribution has allowed that rapid growth.
0: Right, right. And do you see this growth continuing in the next 12 to 24 months? The the momentum will continue?
1: We hope so, because we're now in it and we continue to grow our footprint in the space. So we remain optimistic it's going to continue to grow, that with the ad market, showing potential signs of recovery that it will get even stronger.
0: What can you tell us about your plans for the next year or two in both Fast and Avod? I think you'll see us offering more channels
1: into more platforms. and uh, We will, like you referenced earlier, experiment with some single-channel IP. And we'll also look at curating the content and figuring out how to surface it a little better so that people can discover it and then find our channels and hopefully spend more time on them.
0: Right. You certainly have a significant library to draw content from, don't you? That's obviously an advantage, right?
1: It's an abundance of riches, and we don't take it lightly how privileged we are to work with this library. It's, it's truly remarkable.
0: Right. So it,
1: it, it, and it's a lot of fun to be able to curate it in a way that we haven't been able to do so in the past.
0: Right, because I imagine these channels at some point need to be refreshed, right? So again, a deep library helps you do that.
1: Yes, the, the general expectation or requirement is a quarterly to semi-annually refresh of the content on a fast channel. And that will vary by channel and vary by deal and platform. So we, we've baked into our deals a refresh as we go it's also been communicated to us that the, if you do that with a quicker refresh rate, you might accelerate adoption of the channels. Mm-hmm. We're going to, again, experiment on that. We also know that when people find a show they like, they like to go back to it over and over and over again. So if there are fan favorites, we're not going to mess with them. We don't want people... Um, looking for it again, if they've already found it, we want them to find it again and again, and then find ways of monetizing it. So in this space, we'll run ads against it. You can watch it. You can watch your Scarecrow Mrs. King every day as long as you want.
0: Well, as a fan, that's delightful. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you for taking time to speak with me. Uh, we will keep an eye on this space because again, as I said, with that library, I imagine there's much more to come.
1: Great. And there will be lots more to come. So please check them out when you see them on your platform.
0: All right. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Appreciate the time.